What up, brawlers? Welcome back to Throwing Hands. Um, we finally have Nick and Daniel on the podcast at the exact same time. Guys, how are we doing today? I'm doing I'm well. doing fantastic. You know, it's good to be back, you know, back recording, doing a podcast, you know, quarantine. It's uh, stopped a lot of sports, but it hasn't stopped the content. So uh, it's really good to be back here. That's definitely uh, true. Before uh, Daniel and I were talking, I literally bought a UFC shirt just for this event. I went on Amazon, bought one, and now I can't wear it for the fight. But what do you mean a just, UFC shirt? Like a 249 shirt or just like a random? Just a UFC shirt from Amazon. Uh, from, Support it's the from brand. Reebok. It was 15 bucks. Yes. Support the brand. Support, Support the brand. The All right. Brand. We'll, you practice we'll just, your uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you'll be good to go. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I have about six and a half more months till I fight Connor, so – i know we're we're getting there we're getting there all right so do you guys expect this to happen the cancellation and everything at at this point the way that everything's going with so much getting canceled around the world and for good reason uh, i think it was something you almost had to expect in a scenario like this i know the UFC talked a lot about, you know, the, the ability to use private property for this kind of stuff, but common sense eventually prevails. And I think that's what happened here. What about you, Nick? Yeah, honestly, I was honestly surprised. I thought this was going so deep. Like they had canceled all events up until this one that gave them like a month and a half to really get a plan together. And they had the Island. They were talking about, they were already constructing um a facility on the island and everything and i honestly was surprised and i didn't think it was dana white's decision i think he was kind of forced by disney i mean that was what the reports was is that disney did it i heard the governor of california also had a saying as well but i'll be honest i was surprised I, i was surprised because i know if it was up to dana white this fight would still be going on even with rose dropping out and everything as well it's it's never good but Nah, I was honestly a little bit surprised because, you, you know, just the, the financial opportunity as well was immense for UFC. It's going to get a lot of eyes on the sport. So it is honestly a shame as a UFC fan that uh, it didn't take place. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. I expected, see what, I was going to ask like if we agreed with their decision next, but I think I don't agree with the decision and I didn't expect this to happen. I expected that if they were going to cancel the event, for it to happen three weeks ago when they said, and that, but I think it felt like Disney just kind of dragged Dana White along on a string. I did. I think they probably figured he wouldn't figure something out for this fight or this card. And then he found, he figured out something for the card and they're like, no, 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 no. You can't do this. You can't do this. And then that's why, that's why I stood down. I mean, that's what I think. I, I find, I think it's so unfortunate. We, I wanted a fight, man. I want, and this was a good card. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And then, I don't know, I think, I don't know, this would have been a big big money maker too for them. And I'm surprised they did it because this would be the only sport and people would need to tune in to watch some sports. That's what I was thinking. 
Yeah, so, I mean, I mean that that's why it was such a big financial opportunity. I heard some talks that I was actually going to get moved off of pay-per-view and on ESPN just to get so many eyes on it. And I think that's a brilliant idea for the UFC if they were to do that. But, you know, just going back to being unfortunate, I mean, this was a card that's been through literally everything. I mean, you look at the main and co-main, one fighter – dropping yet could be obviously that couldn't leave Russ, Russia and uh, Rose dropping out. Did we ever get a reason why she dropped out? Other she than just she dropped out because two of her family members passed away because of coronavirus. Okay. It makes sense. Doesn't it? It's unfortunate, but you know, we still would have gotten Ferguson versus Gaethje and we still would have gotten, you know, a really good, you know, like title eliminator fight in the co-main. So, you know, it's just unfortunate that I wasn't able to go down. But um, to answer your question, Jacob, was this the right decision or not? I, I mean, you have to put your hands up and say it has to be, right? I mean, I know the, the financial opportunity is there, but you're putting lives at risk. It takes one one guy on the camera crew that has it without knowing to spread it to everyone at the event. And it just turns into a really bad idea. I remember Joe Rogan was talking about how he was going to quarantine himself for two weeks after the event until he got a test positive or negative. So at the end of the day, you have to hold your hands up and uh, respect the fact that it is a quarantine and uh, they have to keep that up. Yeah, I have to respect that too. And like you said, you don't show signs for, what is it, two weeks? So Dana White said, yeah, we're going to take the temperature when they walk in and when they walk out. This, it's not like a cold that shows up within a few hours. It it takes a while for it to incubate, and I think that's the risk that they take. That's the risk that Disney and ESPN did not want them to take when it comes to that. Do you agree with the decision, Daniel? Honestly, in canceling something like this, I, I don't think – Obviously, you would like to see something like this happen, but but a cancellation at, at this stage, I don't think can be looked at as a bad decision, especially with what you said about the fact that there are so many asymptomatic people that could be carrying the virus around. It's It seems like even if you're limiting the amount of people that are there and the amount of people that come into contact with each other, we've seen that uh, this virus can can survive on surfaces for an extended period of time. And all it takes is is one transmission to happen, and all of a sudden, you're spiraling downhill. So a gathering like this, I feel like, in the long run, in terms of public health, shutting something like this down probably is the better decision. Yeah, so I definitely agree with I, – I agree, but I think we can all say we agree, but we're disappointed that exactly. this has come, come about. So what do you guys think is next for the Ultimate Fighting Championship? Nick? I feel like it's going to be just like every other league in competition. It's going to cease operations for the time being. And, you know, I think um, what Dana White's going to do is obviously stuff was going to, mix, going to get mixed up. Surely 250 now is going to be canceled as well. And that was another big card that they won't be able to publish. So I feel like uh, what's next on the cards for UFC, I'm thinking sometime in June, they may try it again when, you know, you're on that curve where it's starting to decline more. And just get just a massive, massive card. I remember there was one card with three title fights in it. I think we'll see something similar. I know Nunez supposed to fight. It was Rose and Andrade who were supposed to fight in this card. Ferguson and Khabib may fight on that card. I think it's going to be a crazy event. And I think that's what UFC is going to be planning next. But they're going to be fine. I mean, they have deep pockets. And, um, you know, it's the best fighting competition in the world. So I think they'll hold up, but, um, you know, you're going to have to wait until June to see another event. Yeah. I, I saw, I think this was a tweet from Ariel Helwani. Now I don't trust the guy. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Helwani myself, but he said, or, or was it Akamoto? I can't, I can't, I don't remember, but Dana White is 
op- cautiously optimistic that 250 could happen by May 9th. I, I don't see it happening. Yeah, it's, it's tough, isn't it? Because, you know, I, I'll ask Daniel for his input on this, but, like, I just don't see this virus getting fixed in a month. You know, I, I'm worried. I'm wondering if we're going to be back in school by August at this point. I feel like, I feel like for actual sporting events with no fans to take place, you have to wait until at least June now. Yeah, that's that's the way I kind of have to look at it because if if you look at this this University of Washington study that's ongoing that you're seeing government officials, Dr. Fauci, everything, the 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 study that they're really citing, the last I heard, the the projections were for the coronavirus, uh, it the the peak of everything would be probably in that first week of May on a national perspective. So if if you're looking at putting a card out on May 9th, I mean, where you're at the possibility of being just a couple days onto the back end of of this curve, if you're lucky, probably that that's something that I think you're playing with fire there. And it, it just seems like another situation, but it would probably end up being a lot like 249 where it would come down right to the wire and something somebody would step in and and it would result in that that card being canceled. Yeah, that's what I think that's what that's my that's what I get from what will happen to 250. I think well in some places the curve has already start been starting to flatten like in Ohio um uh the curve has started to flatten. I mean, it's not, it's still going up, but it's instead of going like this, it's just started to go like right. that. Right. If it's like that in West Virginia. West Virginia is supposed to peak at the end of next week. Oh, that's Especially fantastic. New York, New York and New Jersey is supposed to peak by the end of this week. Like this week is like peak week. That's what they're calling it. And that's supposed to go down after. So hopefully, you know, it does go down and hopefully it goes down enough to where sporting events can take place again. Yeah. Nick, what's it like where you live for the virus? It's very bad. It's very bad. It's, um, you know, you have like the, you know, you have like ground zero where it's like the worst. New York is definitely the worst in the country, but New Jersey's just as bad. I think it started with the horsing, horse racing event. A lot of people from New York and a lot of people from all across the country went to uh, the Meadowlands for a horse event. And that's where the coronavirus really got spread. You know, I think they pinpointed it to that location. It just spread all across New Jersey. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a while. And I know New Jersey, a big home for UFC in past events, you know, for those who, with a familiarity of history, you know, the rules of UFC literally got written in New Jersey and the New Jersey Athletic Commission. And there's supposed to be a competition here soon, but definitely not going to happen at this rate. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening, but it's, it's good to know that you, you two are both safe it seems like so yeah, so we're, yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna throw throw it on to the next topic um the st- scheduled co-main event what do you think is next for the nami Yunus and andrade nick what would you say you know it's a tough one because andrade and nami Yunus, they're they're number one and number two contenders in the strawweight division that's john way lee's division and i I feel bad for them a little bit because i feel like we're gonna get a rematch of john way lee and jj before we get Andrade or Nama Yunus contending for the title because of how incredible that JJ fight was against Zhang Wei Li. I think in the cards, it's just a complete rematch of that fight. Again, Dana White's done it in the past. And I feel like Andrade and Nama Yunus, whoever wins that fight will, will basically take on the winner of that fight. But um, I feel like that's what next for those two fighters. So it's going to be a real tough. It's going to be a while before they're able to contend for the strawweight title. But I feel like that's going to be the future whenever they're able to fight. Yeah, what would you say, Daniel? I would have to agree with that. I don't think we're going to see either one of them fight again uh, until they've, they've squared off with one another. And 
I agree that probably uh, Jushreshik, uh, Whaley uh, 2 happens uh, before either one of them get a title shot. That's just kind of the way uh, promoting works. You're trying to trying to put your best fighter to the top, but you're also trying to put together fights that's going to make the UFC money. And I think that's what Dana White's going to do. There was so much publicity coming out of that first fight, first title fight between those two. And, I mean, people were saying it's the best women's fight of all time. Who doesn't want to see the, the second uh, one of those as soon as possible? Yeah, I would definitely have to agree with that. And I think because this card is getting canceled, you'll be able to see this fight come up very soon. Because I feel like if they maybe have replaced her with uh, uh, so, I, name, I'm, I'm blanking. I don't know. Like, let's say Adraj got replaced with, I don't know, Jen Jatrick, I'm just making just making the name up. You probably wouldn't see Nami Yunus versus Andraj or something like that. So I think because the card got canceled, we'll be able to see these fights at a later time rather than rather than Oh yeah, yeah. These are these are gonna be postponed. I mean, you look at yeah. two two fifty when that gets postponed eventually. Cejudo and Jose Aldo is going to fight again. You know, you're going to have Khabib versus Ferguson probably get canceled a sixth or seventh time, but it'll happen again too. So I, 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 all these fights are just on hold. I don't think it's just, okay, it's done. We're not going to fight anymore. I think they're just on hold for the time being. And that's where I think there's just going to be a massive event when this coronavirus thing dies down. I think it's going to be all these fights packaged into one main event on a, some Saturday night in the summertime. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think we are, we touched on this a little, but I think for Zhang, this, this will be interesting for her because if, if this, if this fight happened like next Saturday, I think, I don't think the JJ fight would happen right after that. In my opinion, I think this would be Daniel. We talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. This would be a title eliminator fight for the, uh, for that division. So I think that I, with the, for her to go up and face uh, Shevchenko Zhang, for Zhang to face Shevchenko, this th- there could be a lot of implication for this, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, because uh, we've talked about several times uh, ever since that uh, Zhang and Jay Churchard fight that Zhang is really on a path right now to clean out that strawweight division and kind of build towards that that super fight. Uh, and it's it's an interesting thing to look at because – it's it's sort of a similar path to what we're seeing with Israel Adesanya, where if he can take out the top contenders at middleweight, then he can step up and uh, face off with somebody like John Jones at light heavyweight in a, in a super fight. And I think we're seeing something similar to that with Zhang because her part of her mystique is the fact she hasn't lost a fight in eight years. And, and to take that next step up, I think she probably has to win a couple more fights in her own division and prove that she's head and shoulders above the rest of the contenders there. Um, the one problem I have with that, I've, I've loved John Wei Lee's fighting style so far, but, you know, in the events I've seen her, but that's the point is that not a she's still not that, she doesn't have that notoriety factor compared to like Valentina Shevchenko or Amanda Nunes. I think it's much more likely that Shevchenko and Nunes fight than John Wei Lee and Shevchenko fight, if that makes sense. I think John Suss to clear out the strawweight division while in the flyway Shevchenko basically has that division. Yeah, she just has to clear out Jessica I at this point, it seems like. Yeah, that's got to be the one person left. And Amanda Nunes is already known as the, the best women's MMA fighter of all time at this point, the featherweight and bantamweight champion. And I think Nunez 
would want to get three belts, try to be a flyweight champion as well and be the first UFC fighter to ever hold three belts at one time. Yeah, that would be really interesting. So what we're going to head on to the schedule made event. What does this mean for Justin Gaethje? I think it means he doesn't get a title fight right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I think that, that the cancellation of this card, he might be one of the biggest losers coming out of this because when he was stepping in for an interim title fight here with Tony Ferguson, and honestly, we don't know how long it's going to be until there's another UFC card where there can be a, a fight for that title, and we don't know if it's going to get to the point to where when they can put another card on, uh, Habib Nurmagomedov is going to be be able to to appear on that card and, and fight Tony Ferguson. So, honestly, I think uh, other than the UFC and ESPN for, for monetary purposes, Justin Gaethje, he's got to be looked at as the biggest loser coming out of this. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, this is someone that got thrown into a title fight and now is, you know, may not ever have that type of title fight. I feel like, and I'll ask, Je- I'll ask you guys this question too, because clearly it's going to be Khabib, Khabib and Tony Ferguson fighting. Uh, in the next UFC event. We hope. <laughs> the next time UFC events take place, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see if he gets stuck in Russia again. But um, Gaethje's next fight has to be Conor McGregor, right? That's yeah. that's the one. And now and the winner of that fight takes on the lightweight champion. I think that's yeah. Gaethje's path back to a belt. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to be. I'll go. I, uh, I was going to bring up that point. I think Gaethje's next move is to fight McGregor. And I think that was the next move before he got thrown into this interim title fight. You go, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I was, what I was saying is a, a Gaethje-Connor fight, I, I've been saying since, since Connor came back and, and so thoroughly uh, was dominant over, over Donald Cerrone, that a Gaethje fight is what I want to see next for Connor because it's, it's the type of fight that will will really push him i i think uh, we would all agree that pete Conor mcgregor is certainly a better fighter than justin gagey but it's it's the type of fight that would push Conor and and really see where he stands and see how close he is to challenging for a for a championship right now yeah for sure so what's next for ferguson i think we can all agree it's khabib yeah yeah i mean i think I've been hearing talks that this the winner of the of that fight is the greatest lightweight champion of all time. Do you guys agree with that too? I I would I would agree I would agree, and I think yeah. I mean Tony Ferguson is he's only had an interim belt at this point, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But I think he's won twelve in a row, and I think we've all seen what his opponents look like after they get done fighting with him. He's yeah. and did you did you see what he said? He's like I'm gonna, I'm going to put on some muscle. I'm like oh my gosh. That's terrifying. It's, yeah, he, I think I think he's the scariest fighter in the UFC. I, yeah, I'd say what like, you look right? at the before and after photos of his opponents. It's not ne- it's not yeah. never usually a pretty sight. And I wonder, you know, we you know I, I wish we could have previewed this fight, but you know, it reminds me of a lot of like Conor McGregor's power versus Khabib. The first time is Khabib just gonna snuff the flame, basically. Right. Or will Ferguson be able to get a good strike on him? But you know, we have yeah, to you- wait a couple months for that one. You talk about Tony trying to put on some muscle. I think we can all agree guys that can fight at at that kind of size with that kind of power along with stamina is one of the most terrifying things that we can, we can see at the UFC. Obviously, uh, I, I've said multiple times on this podcast, I consider Yoel Romero to be the most terrifying fighter in the UFC just because of, of his, his combination of 
speed, size, stamina, and wrestling. Ah. I think Tony Ferguson is honestly a little bit like a smaller version of, of Yoel Romero. And this is a fight we've been waiting on for a really long time, and I'm still willing to wait on it because I think it would be a great one. Yeah, so I, uh, you saw this me trying to share my screen, but I, I pulled up this picture. I was going to pull up this picture of all of Tony Ferguson's last seven opponents. <laughs> Just I wish if you guys can't – I know you guys can't see it, but it's terrifying. But I really wanted this Gaethje-Ferguson fight. I when when I saw this, I was like, I want oh, this. It's a bar fight. It's a bar fight. Exactly. Yeah, There's no wrestling yeah. gonna be involved. It's a bar fight is what it's gonna be. And I think that's what McGregor Gaethje is gonna be. I think it's gonna be very similar. It's not gonna be a lot of going to the ground. It's gonna be like a it's gonna be a type of stand up fight that, you know, is usually the most entertaining type. Yeah, it was it's, i think it'll be similar to uh JJ and Zhang. Uh like you said, they both stood up. They they hardly ever went to the ground. But I think I don't know. I think this Gaethje Ferguson fight could have been a good wrestling match too, because they're both all American wrestlers. And if they got to the ground, it would be it'd be a nice scramble to watch, I think. And that I don't know. So I think we touched on this. So what's this mean for the lightweight division as a whole? What would you say, Daniel? I still think you're sitting around waiting for a Tony Ferguson Khabib fight, because honestly, at lightweight, Khabib has has proven time and again that there there are so few guys that can challenge him and Tony Ferguson is is somebody that that would I think challenge Khabib because uh, the way that he fights is is so counter so well countered I should say to what Khabib tries to do he I mean Khabib just tries to get you on the ground and smother you out either that or he just does what he did against Conor McGregor and throws a blind overhand right that somehow connects occasionally. So again, I think we're just sitting on our hands waiting for this fight to happen because there's nowhere really else to go in the lightweight division right now. Wouldn't you agree with that, Nick? I, I, I agree with that fully. Yeah. I mean, it's the fight we've been waiting for for the longest time. It's going to be Ferguson can And then um, after that fight, it's the winner of McGregor Gaethje. And I know what, I know what you, I know what the marketing team, I know what Dana White, once and that's could be McGregor too, but um, we'll see what happens in that fight. Also, I think that's that's the next path for the lightweight division. Yeah, I, I think I mean there's I think there's another path. I think we could see a Diaz McGregor three by the end of this year possibly, because I mean yeah. that's what I think that's what I'd like to see that fight again. That and I think Dana White wants to bring in the money with that fight, wouldn't you say? I mean, I would think so. That's a huge money maker for the UFC, and I. I think that'd be that'd be a good warm up fight for McGregor. I think I think he'd win that fight. Nate Diaz has kind of been on the de- decline over the past couple of years, so I think if he gets a good uh, warm up with that fight, little tune up, I think that could be McGregor fight would be absolutely incredible. And I think I think McGregor will be more prepared last than last time because he he really didn't take Khabib seriously the last time, and I think he'll take him seriously this time. All right, we're moving on for, to a fun topic. This has all been fun, obviously, but thoughts on Fight Island, Nick? I think it's a good – you know, I, I was listening to an interview with Fauci. He said it's like, oh, that could work. <laughs> he was like, oh, if there's going to be a sporting event, that's how they do it. I think it's a, a real UFC Dana White-esque move, and that's why I was so surprised that it got canceled because I thought that, I thought that if there was a way for sports to go on, that would be the way to do it. I know – and MLB, they're considering moving all the teams to Arizona where they play spring training games. And 
NBA trying to move everyone to Las Vegas for a couple months. But I think Fighter Island, <laughs> is that the coin term for it? I think that has to be the move. Be great reality TV too if they decide to go that route. Yeah, Joe, Joe Rogan was saying yesterday, like, I would watch the hell out of that. Think about, you know, Dana White on the phone, getting everybody to do everything with, hey, get that over there. Infrastructure, infrastructure. Yeah. I think that'd be a that make that make money for the UFC even without fights. That's that's what they should do. And I it gives me Mortal Kombat vibes. That's what someone made that point. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. Mortal Kombat, isn't it? Yeah. What would you say, Daniel? I would agree with that. I think that's really the only way that things can go on as usual because even as we saw earlier with 249, even because it was private property, even though it was private property, the, the governor of California is still able to, to step in and, and do some things that, that lead to the cancellation of that card. So I think really what would need to happen, and this would obviously be a pretty extreme step, is they would literally need some some island out in, in the middle of the ocean somewhere that is not under the jurisdiction of, uh, of a national government <laughs> where, where somebody can step in and take control of the situation. So... That, that's that's really what it comes down to for me. And honestly, that's really, I think, the only way we see any kind of organized professional sports uh, before there's a serious change in this pandemic situation. Yeah, my thought was when all this stuff happened, I'm like, if you, there's one person, one sport that will still go on during this, it's, it's MMA in the UFC. There's, Dana White's that guy who is the who, if he, you just want him in your group project. Because you know he's gonna do his part. <laughs> you know he's gonna. You know he's gonna do his part, and you just know he's gonna come through. See, I had no doubt in my mind that Dana White would, some way, some shape or form, come through and make this happen. And the only way that this wouldn't happen is that someone higher than he is would step in and say no. That's the only way in my imagination that I thought this wouldn't happen. And well, lo and behold. That's what happened. And I think I think Fight Island Fight Island will be sweet. Think think about how you could advertise that. Fight Island, UFC 256, something like that. And you if you can somehow get fans out there in like open air, that'd be sweet. I don't know. That's I don't know. That's kind of like my yeah. fantasy anyway. But any final thoughts from you guys? I think um, I just want sports to be back. And UFC yeah. is definitely one of those sports. And, um, you know, I was really excited. You know, it's unfortunate. I think everyone's just going to be sick into watching that Jordan documentary on ESPN. But, um, you know, we just all want sports to be back. But uh, we'll keep, we'll keep uh, pumping out content uh, on this platform for you guys. Yeah, what about you, Daniel? Anything? Nothing really comes to mind that would, would be anything different from what Nick said. Just if you listen to this, stay safe wherever you are. Keep your distance, keep up social distancing, and that'll help us get back to the watching the sports we love uh, much sooner. Yeah, for sure. So one more thing for you guys. So I've contacted a couple, couple people that might want to come on the show for an interview, but I'm, I don't, nothing's in the books yet, but I'll keep – if I have something, we'll have a podcast for it. All right. What would you say, Nick? Can't wait. I know. Yes, sir. I'm excited. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next time. That next time we don't know, but we will see you next time.